All right. Well, thanks everybody for coming by to to hear about the birth of a tile nation. <laughs> My name is Luke Miller, your host. Uh, for the last three and a half years, I've been the host of the Tile Money Podcast. And the whole idea behind the Tile Money Podcast is to strengthen the tile contractor industry. We do this with weekly interviews, and we've interviewed over 150 unique tile installers over the last three years. There's 175 episodes out. You can find it on YouTube. You can listen to it in your favorite podcast player app. Uh, we're on Spotify. But today, we're talking about uh, a new venture that the four of us have, have came, came upon and have joined forces to tackle advanced education. And specifically, we're getting started with gauged porcelain tile panels. I just want to keep checking and make sure my, I'm recording. I'll do that for the first couple minutes before I, uh, before I rest assured that we're recording. So. But we want to tell the story. So basically the story, you know, it has to do, it's intertwined with the Tile Money story is I started interviewing all these tile contractors all over the nation and I got to know, you know, I started developing relationships and getting to know them and their problems and their struggles. And over the years, I, I met these, these uh, three gentlemen and interviewed them and started to get to know them and seeing what they were doing. And they were all pursuing uh, a similar, you know, work, which is the betterment of the tile contractor industry and education. So why don't we get to know everybody? We'll start with Craig on my left here and then go to Chris and Adam. Craig, can you tell us about yourself, where you're from and, sure. and your business? So I am from Omaha, Nebraska. I'm an occupied residential installation specialist. Um, been in Omaha for about 27 years now. Um, been doing remodeling and then tile since 1996 full-time uh, became passionate about about the craft a few years ago um, and uh, that's when Luke and I met and uh, we've moved forward since then and if you want to hear more about Craig's kind of backstory and the way his business works, uh, last week we, we let out a, an, an interview on the Tile Money podcast so you can watch it or listen to it. And we're going to dive into it a, a little bit more, but let's get an overview of Chris. Chris, where are you at and what does your business look like? So I'm also out of the Omaha area with Craig. Um, I have a kitchen and bath remodeling company. I've owned it for 12 years. Uh, just this last year, I started to get more into gauge porcelain tile panel installations, um, where I talked with Adam here quite a bit, getting me up off the ground. Um, so that's kind of where I where I started and how I fall into it. And also with Chris, you can listen to him uh, a couple different times. In the last couple of years, he's been on the Tile Money podcast. We get into his business further. Adam, what about yourself? Where are you from? What do you do? Um, I'm uh, based out of Lawrence, Kansas. It's a town right outside of Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, we specialize in your higher end residential installs um, and light commercial work. And uh, we have geared in the past three years going towards just thin panel porcelain because it's a new emerging market and it is something that is desired in homes. Um, and we really try to take take it on as, as much as we could in the Kansas City area. But I also learned that there was a uh, a lack of education and that's where all of us come together to bring bring the education for thin panel to the forefront. 
Yeah, and again, with Adam, you can listen to his interview. I think it was about 18 months ago. We talked about the business of gauge porcelain panels. Uh, I was kind of watching Adam and his passion for gauge porcelain panels, and you got into the training portion of it, not just the installation. Can you tell us a little bit about you know, when you started training people, when you kind of, how that bug developed in you? So the, the training aspect side of it was is I saw that there was a need at some other levels of distribution. They just didn't know where to go. So I saw it as an opportunity to help them grow their brand. And that was uh, when I first started working with Thin Panel Panels. It was with uh, Decton by Constinos. And they, uh, they did a, a program with a setting manufacturer, but they didn't have anyone skilled enough to do the actual cutting in the fabbing of, of the porcelain at the time. So I, I took it as an opportunity to, one, learn and better myself um, by doing it and just getting practice. But it ended up evolving into more than that. And it became a passion to share what I've learned over the years. Once I took that and three years of learning all the different porcelains, I was able to apply different skills that I've learned on, on the porcelain to become successful at installing it because the training is locked at some levels. So we're, I, I saw an opportunity just to, to dive into that and try to help connect people um, correctly and train them right. I wanna dive into kind of your training style, but maybe I can ask Chris and you, what are some of the challenges that a new installation company faces when getting into the gauge panel market? Handling, transportation. Uh, say it a little louder. Handling, transportation. Yeah, that, uh, that's one thing that at the distribution level, once you get the panels, you know, sometimes they deliver to you on an A-frame or, or whatnot, and logistics of handling these, you, you have to change your mentality from, you know, going from a 12 by 24 tile to these tiles that are five foot by 10 foot. So it takes a special amount of uh, required equipment, the right trailer, A-frames, and uh, I say once you get past the logistics and moving of it, that's 90% of the job. The, the other 10% is, is once you get it done, it's the repetition of it, you just become more and more skilled. So the logistics of it is what the, the hardest part is. And to the logistics, can, can you speak, Chris, on kind of the way we're going to, to speak about the logistics of moving, right, and handling these panels? How are we gonna set up our training classes so that when the people are handing them, what can they expect during our five-day and even our three-day uh, training to learn about how to handle and move panels? So what, what we'll have is outside of the shop, we're gonna have all the panels outside. So each trainee is gonna have to you know, work with the other guys to manipulate those panels through the doorways into the shop. Um, and then we're also gonna have a stationary module that they'll have to navigate that panel through a doorway and hallway with a ceiling uh, to try and make this as realistic as we possibly can. So when someone's out on the job, you know, they can say, we actually got to manipulate a panel through a doorway and hallway already. So they kind of know what they're looking at whenever they go to that job on their first job. So. I think, ahead, I think Adam spoke to this really well early on. He's like, I'd much rather have people break panels in the training yeah. than, than when they're on their own site. Um, 
and by learning how to work as a team and maneuver things together and talk, that's really kind of what got me sold on, on his method of training was just the notion of how are we going to move to the next level? We've put panels on the floor, we've put panels on the wall, we've taken those courses which are useful, but what he wants to do is show that how do we do the next level? How do we handle panels that have been cut with multiple holes that have been pre-beveled? Um, how do we get them into a tight area once we've mortared it up? You know, those, those challenging things that everybody wants to know but really hasn't had a chance. Yeah. Yeah. And so with a five-day with a five-day training, I mean, what can people expect to learn? I mean, because we, we're hearing a lot of, well, why is it five days? Uh, but really, why did we choose to go, you know, a full week-long course? For, for as, as far as the duration of the course, what, what you're going to learn from, from day one to the last day, it's, it's going to be a 40-hour work week. It's not, it's not going to be your typical training. From day one, we do the classroom stuff. Um, we, do, we do a deconstructive process of actually tearing apart two modules. And, and the idea behind that is because throughout the next four days, you're going to learn how to properly install this stuff. And seeing it backwards will, I think, make you appreciate what you're actually going to learn and achieve in the skill set and what it takes to do it. Because some guys think that they're they're good enough and they get it there and, and that's well and dandy. But there's times where you have to go a little bit further and you have to know what to look for. So on, on day two, we will uh, do substrate prep and then continue into um, learning how to score and snap and use the tools. We've already manipulated them and moved them. Now we're gonna learn how to score snap, use those tools, and we're gonna do a various of vignettes. The first one will be a fireplace that they're cladding, and the second one will be a shower, everything from the floor to walls. Um, and that process will take you through the next four days. And by the end of day five, you have a completed module done, ready for the customer. And so we've got eight of these modules. So we have eight, eight um, showers and eight fireplaces. So teams of four are going to be on the tools and handling these panels all week long. So you're not going to be <coughs> observing as much as you are going to be actually hands-on training. So the attendees of our, our classes will come ready to work with their work clothes and uh, full of energy um, to do that, you know, uh, we hope. <laughs> yeah, no, they will. And they will. And, I, and, and really what we want to do is take somebody from zero to 60 in a week um, long course to ensure their success as a gauge panel. And anybody in the audience installing or maybe interested in installing gauge panels? All right, we got a, we got a, good, a good amount of people. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> And some of you are coming um, to our class in February 21st, which sold out within, I think, four weeks, three and a half weeks. Uh, we do have a couple more classes. Let's talk about the second style of class we have, uh, which is our three-day class. What's the, what's the idea behind the three-day, Adam? The three-day class, what we're going to get into... Um we're going to get into the furniture and the fixture side of it. With, with some of these porcelain panels, they're as small as three and a half millimeters, three plus millimeters. And, and the unique thing that we can do there is we can clad cabinetry and build fixtures and furniture out of it that is really designers are seeking after that. And we'll be able to teach you how to give them stuff that they see out of the magazines, you know, or your regular customers, you know, and make it affordable to where... You're going to learn how to do it in different ways that 
profitability and affordability will be able to be on the same same avenue. You'll be able to give your customers something that they can they can have that's beautiful, and then still on the other side, you'll be able to be profitable at it. And the furniture side of the business, there's there's a big need for it right now. It really, it really adds to what you're able to do, what you're able to upsell, what you're able to provide your your client with to learn this this method. And we have a, a we're partnering with Roberto Colonetti. Is that right? Yeah, Roberto Colonetti. He's a world renowned uh, porcelain artist. He's his background is he was a kid and his dad was a hand chiseling stonemason. So his background is extensive in the stonemasonry world, but um, he was able to take his love of fabrication and, and move it over to the porcelain side of it. And he has become one of the go-to resources for not only people like me, but also manufacturers of porcelain. He helps write technical manuals, and uh, it's going to be an honor to have him teach teach via technology from Australia for us, um, and he's going to show us some of his methods and uh, what he has been able to prove that you can do with porcelain, so it's going to really help, uh, help that out. Yeah, he's a, an incredible artist. If you're not following him or aware of him, Roberto Colinetti uh, is just incredible to follow and watch what he comes up with. Another challenge for gauge porcelain tile panels has been the business side of thing, uh, knowing what to charge. It's a whole new, uh, it's really almost like a new trade. Wouldn't you say that's true? Yeah. So, you know, whether you're a tile installer or a, a granite fabricator, you know, what do, what do we charge for this? Um, can you speak to that? Uh, on you know the education that people will receive as far as that. So on on the charging side of it, you know that's the numbers are all over and and we need to get more of on a on a streamline. Um, I I try to get people to get it in their head if they're doing a shower shower walls out just plain walls nothing fancy you're going to be in the 125 to 150 dollar range a square foot and that's that studs out. Um, you can figure out all the line items and. And figure out what you make from there, but that's a good starting point. Um, the the biggest thing is is you have to be able to afford to replace that panel in case something happens on the job. Um, so you always got to keep that in the back of your mind because there is guys out there doing it way too cheap, and they end up going in the hole backwards on their first job. So that's that's a big big thing to consider when pricing. And you got to understand the cost of these panels as well and kind of what's at play here if, if one were to break, which is why we say come to our class and break our panels because we'd rather have you break ours than yours or your clients, right? Yeah. It's going to be hard. You know, it might slow up the job for, for weeks potentially, potentially longer. And there's been instances on a job where a panel has broke and... Um you know, it's it could sometimes it's the easiest panel, sometimes it's the hardest panel. I always price an extra panel per job, but the one thing um, to be able to do is to manipulate that panel, like figure out where you can use that panel later down the road. So your thought process. Sometimes you want to use try to get the biggest pieces done because if something were to happen, there's still a chance you could save that piece that had broken to do a smaller piece. So you gotta, you got to just change the mindset like, oh, it broke, oh, throw it out. No, you can still use it. It's salvageable to some extent. So, Nice, nice. And uh, maybe I'll talk to Chris about, you know, our university. 
Uh, Chris and I started talking about a year ago, and we started talking about this idea of, you know, bettering the contractor businesses, and I wanted to kind of partner with Chris on some sort of online education. Uh, He's been a remodel contractor and uh, was born into a tile family, tile contractor family, so he's got... You know, a lot of good background in actually doing the work, but he's also uh, one of the best businessmen I've had the pleasure of meeting over the years. And so, Chris, maybe you could tell us a little bit about our university we've got launching March 1st. Yeah, so, I mean, the whole idea behind the university is to, you know, have guys connect with us that are interested in growing their business. You know, there's a lot of very skilled tile installers out there, um, and they lack on the business side of things. Um, and that's that's tough for guys like us to see because you know we want guys to, that are doing good work to succeed and do better. So we want that university to be there for these guys so they can uh, they can come to us with any questions they have, and uh, we'll obviously have some business programs, uh, different business programs for different styles of contractors to help them out too. Really excited about the the business university we're launching, the Tile Nation University, I should say. We'll cover uh, all aspects. We'll be there for you. You get the access to all four of us, along with our sponsors, who are going to be helping us create some content every month. Uh, we'll have Zoom meetings so that we'll get to know each other and kind of talk through problems. Hey, what are you working on this week? What are you? What's the problem? You know, what kind of challenges are you having? And as a group of forty or fifty or sixty or hundred people showing up to that Zoom, you'll be surprised. At, it's you know, it's almost like that mastermind with your peers, um, to where somebody speaks up and they're like, "I just went through that problem. Here's what I did. Here's the solution." We'll also be doing some giveaways with our partners or sponsors. We'll have uh, Gage Porcelain Tile Panel Education. Um, every month we'll kind of be updating on there and we'll have back-end support for everybody who's taken our class you know either a phone call or an email or whatever as soon as they need it online you know instant support every single day will be available and uh, Craig has a little bit different history and we met at Total Solutions Plus in Nashville and when I when I left the room I didn't I didn't know I, I just went to the restroom and Craig started talking and about 30 minutes later when I came back, the whole mood had changed in the room and because of the information Craig was kind of letting everybody know. And what did you tell him? What, what, what well, had you been working on for quite so a while? My, my uh, started out as a dalliance, became a hobby. A hobby is what takes all your money and your passion and doesn't give you any money. And uh, it's become a mission, which is uh, custom shower fabricators, that's the term that we're going to use, uh, making custom shower assemblies. They are different than a, they're, they're, there's a technical differentiation between a, a shower receptor and a custom shower assembly. It, it works, but my mission is to uh, help local and state plumbing authorities um, get a handle on their shower problem through competence and competency licensing for shower installers doing certain types of showers. Um, And uh, that's really where... where So how how far are you along on that mission? So um, some really cool things have happened. I have a really cool um, committee working with us. Um, Some of the best minds literally in the the industry are on that committee. Um, And... Uh, we're working with IATMO as well, International Association of 
mechanical and plumbing authorities, no, officials, sorry, had to run through that one, um, who, the IATMO produces the UPC, um, the Unified Plumbing Code, um, which is a little different than the IRC, but the, the goal there is qualified labor putting in some of these crazy showers. Um, that's how we got together. Um, we're quite a ways along with it. One of the things that we need, um, our industry has to be able to train hundreds of people in a large metropolitan area to the level of a CTI in a year and a half in order to do this. So we've kind of put that on hold for a little bit until the, 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 our industry as a whole gets revved up with, with CTEF now and, and, and with the, the growth with the NTCA and their training um, to where we can start handling that, which is why we want to focus on the panels. Um, and, you know, I didn't ever think I would want to do panels, but as I learned more and more about the system and realized that uh, you can take okay things and then you can train them properly and these guys can go and be stallions for, for panel work and, and take home money for their, their, their families. I mean, that's what it comes down to, is making a good living for your family. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing. And, and I mean, so as you can see, uh, some pretty big, you know, goals and tasks ahead of us. Um, any questions for anybody at this moment? Yeah, about 120 to $150 a square foot studs out. Uh, that includes panels and your waterproofing and everything. That's that's a good ballpark to start at. That's no niches. That's nothing special. That you know, in standard shower valve and shower head. So. And this is residential work. Yeah, residential. Speaking of, so if you're a commercial contractor, it's going to be widely different. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The shower pans, we're using prefabricated pans from like Schluter, different shower companies that make the foam bases, or you could still do a traditional mud bed pan as well. You just have to do the proper waterproofing procedures. It's, it ranges all over, um, and when you're, when you're pricing it by the square foot, there's, there's things that you have to think about. There's some manufacturers that charge for the A-frame and the shipping of the panels, so that's, that's above the square foot, so you know, you might, you might be at, we'll just say 13, $13.95 for the panel, but then you tack on the shipping and all the other handling things, you're going to end up cresting at about $20 a foot once you figure that and your time in. Um, so there's, it's, it's really hard to price that, um, and we, we're going to teach how to price it by the job more or less, um, and there's, there's reasons, by, reasons why, but a ballpark of that $120 to $150 a square foot is if for someone were just to spitball and say, how much would you do this for? So that's, that's where we're at the studs out. Did, did that answer your question? I think it did? Okay. Any other questions? Any windows or niches in the showers that we're going to be building? 
They're about, yeah, three wall shower, 36 by 36. Um, eight. Yeah, 36 by 36 is what it is, what, what our modules are. And we'll have a ceiling on those as well so that guys need to learn how to manipulate the panels inside, the, inside with a ceiling. So you're going to range from anywhere from 8,700 to about 11 grand for that shower. Oh, I missed the question. Sorry. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's your material, everything installed out the door. But usually when you're dealing with a system like that, you're going to be doing the outside of the floor too. You know, you're not, majority of our customers that we're doing this for, we're doing the entire bathroom, not just the shower. So we're also doing the floors as well. And that's, that figure goes a little bit different, but the, the biggest thing in the move in residential right now is shower remodeling showers with this stuff um, because it eliminates grout joints. Um, the, just all the different benefits that you get with a thin panel shower. You can have something that's natural looking that doesn't require the ceiling and the maintenance of your stones. So you're, you're getting a lifelong prod, product that um, eliminates a lot of the other concerns from stone. So. Well, let's get to know you guys on it. Did I miss a hand? No. Let's get to know you guys a little bit. Uh, what do you like to do for fun, Adam? Work with panels? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> work, work, and more work? Yeah, no. Well, recently, I, you know, I, I, I would almost say the last five years of chasing panels has consumed 95% of my time. Um, I've recently, we just got back to the roots of life. We bought a country house out, out uh, outside of Lawrence. And really, really getting back into the outdoor stuff is, is where I like to be. So um, I traditionally like hiking, backpacking, anything, anything in nature, you know. Chris? Uh, I really enjoy off-roading. You know, these last couple of years, that's been hard to find time to do. But that's, that's about what I like to do nice. when I have time. Greg? Um, sort of like Adam, for the last few years, my... Uh, my, a lot of my time was taken up uh, learning uh, standards and codes and um, hanging out with, with, with folks from all sorts of different worlds uh, like uh, union, non-union plumbers, officials, anybody who'd listen to me. Um, and uh, I, I dabble in... Um, I dabble in metal fabrication, um, learning audio-visual these days, so. Yeah, and we're, we're glad to have a couple different cameras here. And I tell you what, man, I am so lucky to be working with these three gentlemen. Uh, their hobbies are, you know, turn into passions, and that's, that's really how this was born, is I saw these guys working towards something of their own nature, right? They're independently just taking something on and just charging forth and going for it and overcoming obstacles and uh, I, I saw I saw it in them and kind of was able to bring us together I'm so happy I did did we miss anything anybody wants what do you like to do oh <laughs> uh, podcast fair enough <laughs> yeah you know uh, no thanks for asking um, right now so I have a five-year-old daughter so right now it's, it's the season of my life to be with my daughter and be with my wife and just really slow down and do whatever they do. I mean, I enjoy just doing whatever they do. I have a guitar I pick at once in a while. I like to fish. I'm in Florida now, so I'm hoping I actually start fishing. Um, and, you know, now that my daughters can hold a fishing pole and stuff, that'll probably start happening more and more. But 
we've been just enjoying, you know, uh, having a daughter and, you know, just living life. We moved out to Cal- uh, Florida from California. That took us two years in a fifth wheel. Uh, we got to see a lot of tile friends along the way, and, and we went to, like, you know, Yellowstone, and we got to see some really, really cool national monuments. So we were really happy to do that. So that's my focus right now is family and and podcasting and, and coming up with new ways to help tile contractors. It's become a passion of mine. Um, any other questions before we wrap up or anything we missed that you guys wanted to mention? Yeah, go for it. It's a good question. Thanks, Corbin. Um, and it's an interesting question, one that we've definitely acknowledged is a bottleneck. You know, once the panels get to the distributor, right, um, there's kind of a bottleneck there. Do you guys know of any training that exists for essentially the warehouse, man, is what you're asking, right? The warehouse. People. No, the, the, where, the warehouse is kind of... I've dealt with just places that deal with just with tile and they get these A-frames of panels in and they unload them with the wrong forks and bend the A-frame and break them. It's, it's, it's what it is. It's, there's a, I believe that there is a gap of education from manufacturer to actual distribution. Now, when you pick up in a, uh, a stone center that deals with panels like Dahl Tile or Constantino's, they have, they have overhead racks. They know how to move the stone, so they, they have a little bit more, more knowledge on that. But even at that, um, I personally, I pick up my panels from distribution. They bring them in on A-frame. I take them off the A-frame and then hand load them into my trailer. And the reason why I do that, I do that for two reasons. One, if one of the panels is damaged or, or got a chip or a stress fracture, we address the problem right there. Um, because if you take that panel out of the warehouse, there's a lot of the times that there's there's point there's finger pointing going on at that point. We'll just we'll just say that. So it's better to address the problem there. Um, and I'll have my trailer at the trainings where I'll show everybody my setup for successfully transporting even the thinnest materials all the way up to 12 millimeters. So. Um, We'll go over that in depth as far as what you should do and look for at distribution when you pick it up. Part of Adam's kind of take on the whole, you know, gauge panels I've noticed is really, you know, he, he's giving feedback to the manufacturers, the distributors. He's working with them to help them improve the way they're getting the panels. Um, so we've definitely talked about, you know, that aspect of, you know, kind of the bottleneck. We've discussed yeah. that as well at length. Um, and the other thing, too, would be, uh, I lost it. <laughs> I guess just the, the, you know, the education. You have to educate the consumer. You have to educate the warehouse kind of about it. And you kind of have to hold their hands. Oh, and then the fabrication, too. The way Adams uh, approached fabricating his panels whenever possible was a little unique to me, at, at, at least. Why don't you tell them kind of how you partner with water jet companies to so there's, you know, there's a time and place for speed and efficiency, and I've, I've uh, done a lot of installations for fabrication companies in about a five five state area around Kansas City, and what what I've learned is is marrying the trade of tile and fabricators together. Um, when you have the opportunity to have somebody come in, laser template, and water jet and cut material on a machine. Um, 
and then the hand-in-hand -hand part of transportation, once you know how to properly transpa transport those panels that have been cut, um, regardless if they're full-edge miter, niches cut out, however, once you know how to transport those, it makes your installation easier. Um, and at that point, you're, you're still making a really good living doing it that way, um, and the panels are becoming faster for you to install um, to where traditionally you'd have to set up, you know, in a house and do some, you know, you'd have to have an area. And sometimes in remodels, you don't have that. So having an option to have somebody, you know, water jet or template at any point in time um, and pay for that service is a really good idea. So was there a learning curve on just working with the water jet? Yeah, there, there was a big learning curve for me um, because you got to learn a, a different language. You got to learn how to how to talk to the templater, the programmer, and then the saw operator, water jet operator. So you, I had to learn a whole different industry um, to be able to get it to work in a in a good well manner. And now that we have. Uh, We've, we've taught a lot of fabricators, and I work really closely with SFA um, doing some porcelain demonstrations with them, but also teaching the laser companies what we kind of need for offsets that include mortar and miters and, and all that stuff. It's, it's really valuable, um, and it's good information. So attendees of our class will have access to all that information. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. teach them how to, how to talk the talk and walk the talk, walk with, uh, with fabricators, basically, or give them basic knowledge um, of what they what they need to do. And then through the, the university, you would have our support, you know, kind of hand-holding once you're in the field or once you're having obstacles. Hey, Adam, have you ran into this? You know, Chris, Craig, myself, you know, whatever the problem is, you might want to ask one of us. Um, and and that's, that's really, you know, what's the, the beauty of it all, right? So, Adam, what... Tell me about a couple people who have taken your trainings in the past and kind of what they were able to do after they took your training. Um, I... I'd say I have people that I've trained all over the U.S., um, but three that kind of shine in my mind. Um, I uh, went and taught a design-build company that did full in-house design-build outs of bathrooms and kitchens. They had basic tile knowledge. I went out there and was able to, uh, within four days, take their basic tile knowledge and apply the skills that I had and, and taught them in three days how to compete with installations that we do as a company. Um, but they have successfully done 15 bathrooms. We trained them middle of last year, so they, they've been really good. I have a, a buddy that's local in Kansas down in Wichita, Bryson, and he, um, he took my training that I did combined with uh, Schluter Systems, and um, he saw thin panel as an opportunity, was thirsty in his business that he took everything that he absorbed at that training and he has now hired additional people to train, which he's coming to our next class um, to get them trained. But he has been able to add a whole section to his business just for thin panel fabrication. And he is not only successfully doing the score and snap method, he is also installing panels and uh, porcelain countertops for fabricators in the Wichita area. He's the only one that will touch it. So he's, he's probably the biggest success story so far. Um, and then I, I got a buddy, um, he's, he's out in uh, the Jersey area. He, he does one shower probably every four or five months, but he, he takes his time, attention to detail, and he does everything right. 
Um, but his passion has slowly grown into doing more other than just showers. He's getting into you know furniture building and stuff like that too, which he's seeing a good return in. And Craig, Craig kind of was thinking about what we're really doing here, especially with cities that have no residential installers. You know, what's the result of training even just one company to do GPTP for a city potentially? So one of the things that we're also wanting to do is work with uh, designer, design professionals, local or regional distributors, and then the manufacturer of the panels that they handle as a distribution unit. Um, letting the uh, letting the regional dis- letting the regional distributor kind of take the head, get together with the local design professionals within each city, look at locating a crew that might be a successful candidate to do the installation, bring them all together, and, and then look at the possibility of literally opening up new markets for thin panel. Um, directly. This is where um, Adam's teaching how to install and how to interact with fabrication companies comes into play because they can then hone their installation skills and let the other skilled units in the trades, whether that's the designer, whether that's the fabrication company who's fabricating for them, do the work that they're good at. And that, you know, idea, and you said potentially and this and that, but it's really been proven. We have uh, case studies. Bryson Toll would be one case study where, you know, he he went to the Schluter class because he was being asked to install gauged porcelain panels, but he didn't feel competent or confident. So the, the distributor said, well, we're going to send you to this class Schluter and Adam Christensen are putting on. He went there. Within 18 months, he's done, what, a dozen jobs or more? Yeah, he's probably had 20 or 30 jobs. 20 now. or 30 jobs within 18 months, thin panel, gauge panel jobs. And now he says there, some of his competitors have also started picking up an interest. So you really do open up a market, um, the residential market, by you know attending one of these trainings. Um, and it, it can only lead to the betterment of the gauge panel industry. So that's that's our story. Unless there was one more question, we can maybe sneak in. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining thanks us. so much. Tomorrow at 2 o'clock, we have a happy hour right here. And at 3, we have a comedian coming. So it'll be a lot of fun. We hope to see you at 2 to 4 tomorrow or anytime throughout the, the next three days. Thank you, guys.